What's up, y'all? It's Nate Richards, the eighth Masters of the Road. You are now tuned in to Encore Radio Show. <laughs> The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of Probably talking more than your rent is about I'm spending money just to make it, we getting it out But that's the hustle, nigga, guess I just figured it out Gold on my neck, goals on my check, holes on my dick, balls on the net Niggas think I rose from the dead, put the pressure in, they fold down the dad Poopoo niggas only trying to turn the cup for the deck, no flash Doing shit that Good morning, folks, the Uncle Radio Show Live here, yo, we at, we at Real Life Studio Shout yeah. out to them for, for allowing us to record here Harlem I really appreciate it Yes, we in Harlem <laughs> We are, yo, it's crazy, son. We have this show has been everywhere, man. Yeah, now nah, that's good, man. I mean, I hit in every every borough. That's New York City for you're you. Right, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Shout out to Brooklyn. Shout out to Manhattan. Uh huh. You know, I I was talking to my co. She's not here right now. Shout out to Iris Jones, but yeah. uh, she's from Cali, and I was mm-hmm. trying to explain to her why Harlem is the sixth borough, and yeah. she wasn't really hearing me. But that's why I gotta separate you, man. We was in Manhattan, yeah. but now we in Harlem. It's different, man. It's like it feel, it's feel good out here. <laughs> like I pulled up right in front of the bodega. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let me get some soap, folks. Word, 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 word. All right, man. So Nate, it's been a minute since I seen you. It's been yeah. oh, it's been just about a year, if not longer. Yeah. For um, sure. How's everything been, man? What's been going on with you? Yo, man. Um, 2015 was uh, a learning year. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, definitely expanded a lot. Moved around a lot, did a lot of things, um, but uh, it was good. Everything really is uh, prepared us for what's coming next year, mm-hmm. uh, which is just bigger and better shows. Nice. You know what I mean? Um, so that's what we preparing for. Uh, Richard's Touch Agency, Masters of the Road, um, my team, Stacks, Jared, uh, Johanny. We just focus and just grinding right now. All right, bet. So for everybody who might not have heard our last episode with you, yeah. tell everybody what Richard Such is and stuff like that. All right, so Richard Such Agency is an agency. Uh, we pride ourselves on developing artists, all right? Um, online, uh, physically, in the streets, performance. Um, we are the ones that people call when they're trying to get their records out and, you know, just trying to get their artists polished up. Um, got a crazy track history. Uh, we've been around for like four or five years. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but y'all can check everything out at richestouch.com. Uh, we love working hand in hand with artists, um, especially new artists who are like trying to push their first hit records um, and really trying to make a push in this industry. We also work with, you know, polished talents. Like I said, you know, artists that are really making that turn around the corner. Um, we'll give you like Dave East, uh, yeah, you know, Fetty yeah. Wap. Uh, who else we had this year? Waka Flocka, Fred mm-hmm. the Godson. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we had a good, good uh, group of talent who are really, really doing great things. Um, so next year, the ball doesn't stop. You know what I mean? We're going to keep pushing it forward. Yeah, I have seen you working with Dave East a lot this year as well. Yeah. You know, how that relationship kind of grow? Alright, um, well it was actually crazy You know what I mean, I was putting together the light up tour uh, For one of our clients mm-hmm. um, And you know, something fell through um, You know, with that uh, whole tour And uh, Dave uh, Was like, 
name his name came up in a conversation that was having you know what i mean and we were looking for a headliner and that was really the problem like yo what headline are we gonna get mm -hmm. you feel what i'm saying um that's usually the biggest problem with any tour you want to have names that people know so it Word. brings people out exactly. um so sure enough dave east name came up you know and um I, I I recognized Wayno, um, who is his manager. Mm -hmm. um, I saw him on social media a couple times. We mm -hmm. passed each other in the city a couple times, mm -hmm. and I just reached out to him, picked up the phone, and said, "Hey, listen, man, I got a five city tour put together." I said, um, "You know, I have this talent from you know Connecticut who wants to make the run as well too. Um, like, let's make it happen, you know." Mm -hmm. So essentially, uh, we did uh, four cities with mm -hmm. Davies. Yeah. Uh, we did radio, uh, mm -hmm. which was amazing. Uh, he met with fans. We did some in stores. Uh, so all in all, I mean it. It was just a good run came back home the next week flex had him at webster hall yep, so yep. it was just like that's what we try to do is just you know put people on you know mm -hmm. what i mean to to who is really doing great things in the music and you know in the in music industry and getting their fans you know boom putting them right in touch with their fans all right so let's 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 go back for a second let's talk about artist development yeah so right now it's always somebody's cousins, brothers, sister, uncle trying to manage them. Yeah. Now who's not necessarily aware, not only with um, how things are moving in today's world in terms of social media, yeah. but in terms of how of being able to communicate with the people who need to write about them. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I find that the one thing one thing a lot of a lot of artists fall off on is that they don't reach out to media as well as yeah. much. Like and it's so crazy mm -hmm. because I find that there's a balance you gotta have. Like yeah. Media will find you, mm -hmm. but you also need to, you know, f have some sort of connections in the media. Definitely so, so someone was talking to me previously about, um, you know, reaching out. Like they had a record. The record was pretty good or whatnot, mm -hmm. whatever. But they felt they weren't getting enough buzz. Yeah. Right. What's one way that you think that you would have told them, like, hey, you know what? Like, I want, I want some buzz. Mm -hmm. I, I have a, I have a hot record. Mm -hmm. You agree with that? The record is kind of hot, whatever. Yeah. And you want to find a way to push it. What's the first step for them? Um, I'm gonna tell you like. It's Biscuit told me, you got to push that thing in like a baby. You feel okay. what I'm saying? Okay. That's really what it boils down to. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the records is like a shoe in a shoe store. You okay. feel what I'm saying? Mm. Um, it's like, a, um, it's anything else. It's the product. You mm. know what I mean? So if you don't move it in certain places, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Uh, what happens is a lot of artists get stuck with promoting their hit record in their hometown mm -hmm. so they're only known in st louis or they're only known in new york city yeah. or in you know jacksonville florida mm -hmm. what happens is you have to be at these festivals you have to go to these different cities find a way to you know partner with different brands and different artists in other cities so that that cross promotion puts mm -hmm. more you know what i mean more okay. attention on yourself you okay. know um another thing is touring you know what i mean you have a hit record you got a tour you gotta spread it, you feel what I'm saying? And when you're going to to spread that record in those cities, the important thing that you said, tapping into media in those areas, you feel what I'm saying? Um, what happens is a lot of artists nowadays, they get stuck with, yo, it's a hit record, people gonna catch on, you know what I mean, eventually. Um, Sometimes, Sometimes. Maybe. there you go. You feel <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? Because you will have a record. You know what I mean? Like Trap Queen, where mm -hmm. it was the power of the people that pushed it to. You know what I mean? Where, where, it's, at yeah, where it's at. You feel what I'm saying? And the power of people will always be the the, the of the highest value. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? When you're able to uh, talk and you know what I mean? Somebody says, "Oh yeah, I heard that name." You know, Bryson Tiller is another name yeah. like that came up like that. You feel what I'm saying? Word of, word of mouth. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. As long as you got the talent. And you know what I mean? You're putting the, 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 the product in the right, in front of the right people, it's gonna get hurt. You know what Fair I mean? Fair enough. 
All right, so you mentioned touring. Touring is something that I think that a lot of people should do, not just artists, but media as well. Like you can't, yeah. like you may have, you may have a dope pen, yeah, but people only know you in New York City. Yeah. Like, what, for? I mean, because again, tours aren't like a diamond. It does like aren't a diamond doesn't like. Yeah. It's hard to find someone who's putting together a tour. It's yeah. hard to make that connection with them. Yeah. Hard to prove to that person who you just met that yo, like you should put me on the tour. Definitely. You so. know what, what? What? What should an artist do? Like, should they be going out and just you know? reaching out to people in North Carolina, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna drive down there and perform yeah. real quick. Like, yeah. what's, what's, what's the story? Um, the process with touring is, you gotta tour when you're ready. Okay. And that's what I tell a lot of my, a lot of these artists, you know what I mean? I have a lot of artists that come to me, yo, Nate, I'm tour ready, um, yo, put me on, just let me know, you know, what, it, what I have to do, X, Y, Z. And it's like, yo, you go on tour when there's an anticipation of you. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Um, there are certain things, you know, called like um, you have like promotional tours where, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you go out there and you, you know, trying to promote it. Mm-hmm. But when you're doing those type of tours, if people don't know you in that city, like you said, you have to work with other people in that area mm-hmm. to bring out the crowd. Because okay. what's going to happen is if you start up a tour with your own name and nobody's really familiar with your name, you're going to go to these places and people are going to be like, who? Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's important when you're on the road, make sure your buzz is right. You know what I mean? Make sure that the players and the pieces that you have involved with your tour are going to attract other people of value to the actual show. You see what I'm saying? Because that's really what it's about. You know, and that's what's going to get you further to, further along. So it's it's really about just timing. Okay. You know what I mean? Right. Tour ties very, very high. Uh, it, tour, it, it correlates very heavily with uh, timing. Um, I had I had Kari, um, well, Kari Nixon in here yeah. um, from the Source magazine a couple of weeks ago. That's right. And we were talking about performances. Like, for me, if I like an artist, I like, like, I'll go on SoundCloud and I'll listen to you, whatever, and I like you from that. Mm-hmm. I don't have to come to your show because, you know, I already like you. Yeah. If I come to your show, it means that, like, I really, really like you and I yeah. want to see you perform, <laughs> blah, 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 right? Yeah. Now, performances, how yeah. important is, like, you talked about tour, being tour ready. Yeah. How important is it for an artist to be able to perform? <laughs> so you make your money. <laughs> okay. It's highly important. You feel well, how do you how do you practice? To how do you perform? practice that? On uh, rehearsal studios. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Like I, I tell artists all the time, like hip hop artists, you can get up there and you can have one mic with a DJ and rock out and do mm-hmm. your thing. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like that's that's what hip hop was built on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you're in R and B. When you're in rock, when you're in, you know, those genres where you really got to capture the crowd, you know what I mean? You see these R&B, you know, singers nowadays, they have the dances, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. The rockers, they're doing a lot of the smoke, which we've been doing for years, but they do it because it creates an experience. Okay, okay. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. And that's what it's about with your stage set, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can go up there and hug the mic all you want, you know what I mean? And look at everybody all crazy and, yeah. you know what I mean, turn up and jump up and down. But if you're not creating an experience where people gonna wake up tomorrow and be like, holy, yo, mm-hmm. that show was crazy. That yeah. artist, I gotta look him up now. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna go nowhere. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? And like I tell every artist, you know what I mean? Like you don't ever wanna be, you know, we, we you're always in competition with yourself. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when you performing on a show, the, the objective is to win the night. True, you feel what I'm saying? True, true. And, and that's what really builds the buzz. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Is you gotta stand out. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, that's what stars do. <laughs> all right, <laughs> you know all right, all right. So I noticed that a lot of artists, like I have, I have three labels for artists. Mm-hmm. I have like up and coming. Mm-hmm. I have uh, mid major, mm-hmm. and I have mainstream. Gotcha. Right now, I noticed that that jump from 
up and coming to mid major mm-hmm. happens generally when an artist well I see an artist you know post on Instagram that they about to go on a flight and they're going to Atlanta or they're going to California they're going to Texas right how how important is it for an artist do you think matter of fact how important is it for an artist to go to a different city and stay there for a little while get a different experience Mm -hmm. to write and come back to New York or build a buzz out there and come back to New York oh yeah yeah I mean I know a lot of artists that uh, do that Mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying like they'll pick up they go to Atlanta stay in Atlanta for three or four five months Mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. go to another city and stay there for four or five months i think that that does work you feel what i'm saying you definitely you know get to f- a feel for the city what the people are listening to mm-hmm. like i said you're spreading your record as well too mm-hmm. um as long as you make your money you know what i mean <laughs> to, you know what i mean fuel your dreams and you yeah. got a place to stay and you eating and everything then why not you don't forget to saying? eat there don't you go you can't eat. forget you can't be like not eating you know what i mean <laughs> eating bread and cheese because you in la trying to get the dream you know what i'm saying like oh, i man. tell artists all the time like you know what I mean? One dream fuels the other. You feel right, what I'm saying? Right. So you gotta go to work every day. You gotta you gotta build up a, a, a budget. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because what's gonna happen is, you know what I mean? The graphics, the mm-hmm. promo, yeah. the you know what I mean? The studio time, mm-hmm. all that stuff it costs. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And that's why when you get on, you get paid a certain amount. You know what yeah. I mean? To perform all you know every night or every other night because mm-hmm. you already put in all, now, all the groundwork. Work. You know okay. I mean? All right. So a lot of artists they find they find that they would they would perform and they could perform wherever they want to go mm-hmm. um but when they go out there there's some people have merchandise mm-hmm. right some people have like takeaways like t-shirts you mm-hmm. know keychains um uh pins stuff like that right do you think that's a, also an important factor mm-hmm. um for an artist like i mean definitely i mean at, at the very least have like your social media handle somewhere so they can go away with is that is that really important for them super important you know what i mean merchandise is just another um revenue lane okay you know what i mean you look at artists like tech nine mm-hmm. you know what i mean um you even look at you know dj Khaled right now you know what I mean? like, <laughs> another Snapchat one King. he had the, oh, the t-shirts on deck another one you know what i'm saying <laughs> but all that stuff creates it creates revenue for you yeah. you know what i mean a lot of my clients i tell them it's like it, this is not 10 15 20 years ago with music where you, you make money off of the music mm. you know what i mean these music artists are making money I want to say 50 to 60% percent of the time off of things that don't even relate to the music. Okay. Endorsements, okay. sponsorships, mm-hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Like appearances, you yeah. know, like I want to say it's it's easier nowadays, but you just have more access, okay. you know what I mean, okay. to just avenues of revenue, you okay. know? So the merge is important. You got to have your t-shirts. You have to have your pens. You have to have certain things where your fans can go and connect with you. It's an experience, you know? So right now we've been talking. We talked a lot about our avenues that fans, well, the avenues that artists have to fans, mm-hmm. right? So one thing we haven't mentioned yet is like SoundCloud, mm-hmm. MixCloud, having your own website, mm-hmm. things of that nature, right? When it comes to SoundCloud, mm-hmm. how much free material do you think an artist should be giving out? All right, um, I'll give you an example. Okay. All right, remember Travis Porter? Yeah. All right, Travis Porter. So working with Travis Porter uh, when I was doing a few things at the label when they were starting to sizzle and we had them like on strip club runs and everything. Mm-hmm. The thing about Travis Porter was their their fan base was like a college fan base. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of free mixtapes, a lot of free uh, performances, free appearances, free, free, free. Mm-hmm. Okay? What happened was started getting to the album side of things Yeah. and people that were not paying anything for this music or you know what I mean and not paying anything to see these acts are now being asked to pay 
$15 for this project. Uh, $25, $30, $40 to see these guys in concert. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And what happened was those fans didn't have a track record of that, yeah. of doing that. Yeah. So what happened was their buzz oh. died. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because there was nothing to monetize on. Yeah. What you want to do is, of course, you want to put out material. You want to get material out there. But it's also very important to monetize. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you paid $20, $30, $40 an hour for that studio time. Right. You know what I mean? You paid $100 for that graphic art. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So you got to make back what you put out. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Uh, features. You know yeah. what I mean? You're going to pay, you know what I mean, 2000 or 3000 to get a feature done. Make sure that it's going to get promoted. Make sure right, that it's yeah. going to get out there and things like that. So as, as an artist, it's just all about being smart. You know what I mean? And just making sure that... um. That you understand you it, it is a business all around. All right, all right. So now rolling from SoundCloud mm-hmm. now to what we now have these fantastic streaming sites yeah. or streaming companies, yeah. Apple Music, let's go with the Giants, Apple Music, yeah. Spotify, Tidal. Yeah. Right? With those three, the average artist does not know how to get their music on any of those three. Yeah. Right? How important is that now that um, ASCAP and SoundScan they yeah. count those yeah. they count those listens yeah. as um, oh I guess once you get to like fifteen hundred or two thousand whatever it is whatever it actually yeah. counts as one album sale yeah. yeah you know how important is that to have your music up there um, it's very important because I'll be honest with you these execs these promoters these booking agents they're not bringing anything on unless it's attractive. You feel okay. what I'm saying? And I've even went to, you know, some of my mentors with some private projects that I'm working on. And they like, Nate, what's the guy's BDS? Yo, Nate, what's the guy's numbers on this? And, and if it ain't up to par, they're not really trying to hear it. Yeah. And that goes back into the talk that we had about the power of the people. Mm-hmm. Because if it's really doing shit, yeah. they going to hear about it right. from the people True. way before okay. it's even brought to the table. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So, I mean, it works hand in hand, you know? It definitely does. All right, so right now, well, I mean, I want to go back to something that you mentioned. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I, I've had this mindset as well, but I mean, strip clubs aren't big here in New York as much. Yeah. I don't live out in Queens like that, yeah. so I don't know. <laughs> but, you know, strip clubs aren't as big in New York as they are, for example, like Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, again, uh, Kerry, he gave me this fantastic description. He's mm-hmm. like, he's like, yo, drug dealers go to Atlanta. They go to the strip clubs in Atlanta. They'll bring like a bag of money. I'm like, yeah. yo, play this record. Yeah. And they'll play the record in the strip club. Yeah. How important is it to have your record in the strip club? Um, I mean, it's important to have it anywhere where there's okay. a bunch of people. You feel what I'm saying? Fair enough. The club is cool because you got people under their influences, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In club mode, party mode. So it's just like when they're hearing the record, it's a little bit more inclined to catch because they're already in their element. Mm-hmm. You, you feel what I'm saying? Um, there's certain records that I listen to when I'm, you know what I mean, driving to work, you know what I mean? Sound way different than when I'm in the club at three o'clock in the sure, morning. Sure, you know what I mean? Sure, with a, sure. a little bit of handy in me. Okay. <laughs> so you just want to make sure that, you know what I mean, wherever people are, mm-hmm. you're, you're placing. You know okay. what I mean? I'll give you a good example of an artist. You know what I mean? His name is Jaquay from mm-hmm. New York. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm sure Jacque, familiar, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, his promo game is so serious. I went to Summer Jam. You know what I mean? I knew that Jaquay was at Summer Jam this year because he had a good six, seven people out in the front by the main gate mm-hmm. holding a picked like a big you know face billboard of him his face with his the name of his record and everything and that's what it's about mm-hmm. you feel what i'm saying because the five six seven thousand people that's walking through that gate 
just got the mind share and was exposed to the name Jaquay. You know what I mean? Nice. And that's what it's about in this game. You know, it's mm. just like being in front of people. You know what I mean? And, and, and as many people at one time as possible. You guys, every year, mm -hmm. South by Southwest, mm -hmm. North by Northeast, mm -hmm. uh, A3C, yeah. CMJ. Yes. Every year. Every year. Talk to me about how, how, what connections you built to get those four, to be at those four places every single year for the past, what, three, four years yeah, now? Yeah, three, four years now. Bro, it's just like, it's what we do. Okay. You know what I mean? I wake up, I go to sleep, this is what I do. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first year wasn't as uh, easy as the second year, mm -hmm. which wasn't as easy as the third year. Yeah. Um, what happens is, like I said, mind shit. The fact that we're always at these places doing shows, mm -hmm. everybody knows Hey, listen, A3C, I'm already doing this stage because I'm going to be a lock. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have my opportunity. Um, I'm, I already know what date I'm going to be performing. Mm -hmm. It allows them to go ahead and get prepared. Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I have artists right now that's going to be doing my South by Southwest stage in March, okay? Mm -hmm. Right now, what they're doing is they're getting their merch together. Mm -hmm. they, they're hitting fans up from that area on Twitter and Instagram. Hitting mm -hmm. artists from that area on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. There you go to get everybody prepared. Mm -hmm. You're going to be out there. Yeah. So why not facilitate and get all of that, everything in motion now, and then go out there and make it the best run possible. You see what I'm saying? And that's what my company provides. You know what I mean? We give you the comfort to know that, hey, listen, this is our date this year, where we're gonna be at with this show. Uh, come, perform, but the opportunity is yours. You know what I mean? We can't bring you to the water and force you to drink it. You feel what I'm saying? I can bring you to the water, but this is a new city. Mm -hmm. This is your opportunity. This is your time to blossom and grow, you know? And that's one thing about us. We work with you. By the end of the time, we're going to teach you how to do this shit yourself so that way you don't need us. We, You know what I mean? We're not a crutch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So it's a little bit of like, I'm going to give you something. I'm going to teach you. Yes. I'm going to wean you off. You can do it on your own and you go from there. There you go. Bet. All right. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. So scouting. Yes. Right? Now, I'm in New York. Mm -hmm. If I know I'm going to Texas in March, mm -hmm. there should be some artists that I should that I should know that I might want to work with. Yeah. Who's going to be out there, whether they live there or they're traveling to um, traveling there. Yeah. Right? It's one thing, obviously, to scout and just find an artist that has like a large social media following. Yeah. Um, and it's another thing to find an artist that actually fits you. Yeah. Right? Or so that's, a, that's a good fit for you. Yeah. Right? Is that the thing that your company offers? Um, as far as like booking and talent, no, like 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 say for example, like um, we're we're here we're here again in real life yeah. studios, whatever. We come through here and it's like, all right. Well, we just we just landed. We want to record with some artists. Yeah, that's gonna be a good look for us. Yeah, you know that's something that you guys offer. Yeah. Um. Well, I mean, we have relationships with um a lot of rising talents. Mm -hmm. You know, what I mean, different cities. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just really about the sound. You know what I mean? And that's what I told you. We pride ourselves on is like. Um, we try to get those talents from up and coming to mid major, mm -hmm. like you said. Okay. That's that's where that's really where you know what I mean our lane is. Mm -hmm. And then once we're done with that, we pass you on to somebody else who can get you from that mid major slot. You know what I mean to the major. You yeah, know, okay. um, and that's why it's important. Like you, like I said, the BDS and all that stuff. Because when I'm running back to the label and talking to these execs and doing certain things. Um, it's it's very important for me to have substance and, and numbers mm -hmm, to bring to them. Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and next year, one thing for the company will be uh, getting talent signed. That's our main push that we are really, really focusing on next year is uh, we will be getting talent deals, singles, mm -hmm. distribution, um, full, you know, 360 deals as well, too. Um, but it's just we want to cement ourselves a little bit deeper, you yeah. know, next year. And, and that, that will help us a ton. 
Okay, so a lot of artists, um, they have the power now. So you mm -hmm. talked about things like BDSM, like that, whatever. And then there are some artists who don't even, they don't care, they don't look for that shit at all. It's not something that they're focused on. Mm -hmm. They're focused on building a buzz with the people, yeah. right? When they go out to their shows, whether they travel, whether they're traveling or they're here in New York, whatever, if they go out to their shows and they see a hundred people out there, yeah. or they're or, or every time they perform, their buzz, their, their, the crowd rises, mm -hmm. you know, they're happy with that. When they look on their SoundCloud and their SoundCloud has a couple thousand, and mm -hmm. um, listens and whatnot, they're happy with that because they believe that that kind of translates yeah. into into more and it gets opportunities for them on mm -hmm. Twitter, Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Rolls into everything, yeah. right? How important do you think the internet was to build the confidence of the indie, quote-unquote, artists yeah. um, out there in, I guess, 2015 now, going on 2016? Man, everything is in your hands. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's what's really, really crazy about it. And a lot of these indie, indie artists, you know, they have home studio setups or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean, home studios that, you know, they could go ahead and just get, you know, straight hours from. So, I mean, it just gave people more control. That's mm -hmm. what so social media did. It gave everybody a voice, you know mm -hmm. what I mean, for the good. For the oh, bad, for the, you know what I mean. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I feel like everybody's opinion should be heard. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Because we're all different. We all came from different backgrounds. Um, but one thing that brings people together is music. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yes. For sure. If you go to these concerts, I mean, you look around. It's colorful, man. Yes, it is. You know what I'm saying? It's yes, very. It doesn't is. matter what t genre of music it is. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like that's because uh, the music genres are also bending and yeah. stretching and kind of you know what I mean, falling on top of each other. A little bit, yeah. Which is definitely. which is which is great. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but I just feel like more or less. Um, yeah, that's it. It's just uh, quality. Quality, man, will always rise to the top. You know, before anything. Distribution deals or label deals, right? Can you first can you break can you break down the difference between the two? Yeah, and then figure out from your perspective which one do you yeah. think is best at this point? Well, distribution deal is when like a label brings you in, you keep pretty much full creative control of your project and everything. Their job is just to get it to the online retailers, physical retailers like Best Buy and things mm -hmm. like that, um, on a distribution end. Okay, okay. Um, then you have uh, like I told you the 360 label deal, mm -hmm. uh, where you know they'll bring you in, they'll you know give you um, connections, they'll get you on the radio in all the major markets. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? They'll polish you up. You feel what I'm saying? But you are on a 360 deal. You know what yeah. I mean? All the sponsorships, uh, you know, all the shows, all of that. They're you know taking a percentage of. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Uh, for some artists that works for some artists they want a distribution deal you know what I mean at the end of the day I tell everybody get a good lawyer a good lawyer that's on your side somebody that's going to take their time look over everything and yo make the best decision for, for yourself you feel what I'm saying um, just because it's money on, ta on, your, on the table doesn't mean it has to be in your pocket tomorrow you feel what I'm saying do you think that okay so if I if I sign the distribution deal yeah right I don't get access to the radio like that because we're not, we're not in the 360 like I, I think of someone like uh, Chance Rapper for example yeah. Chance has been moving for a for a clean 3, 4, yeah. five, mm, three, four years yeah. right yeah. I don't think I've ever seen Chance on mm. Hot or Power yeah. I don't aside from I think this year yeah. was probably the, the most the biggest year for him in terms of me yeah. seeing him yeah Cause I know I saw him on the Col I think it's Colbert show. Yeah. I saw him on um one of those like late night shows, shows or whatever. But he's yeah. fun, he's like really getting out there yeah. more. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's like collusion that where they're like, okay, you know what, like if you sign this deal, you got you, we got you, but we're not gonna we're not gonna push your name at all anywhere else. You, you know what it is? I mean, with the distribution deal, their job is just to distribute. That's all they do. You know what I mean? They just want to get the joint out. That's mm -hmm. it. You feel what I'm saying? And make sure the numbers are high, you know? Uh when you're signed to a three sixty deal, 
the art, you know, the labels, they can make more. You feel what I'm saying? So the, the push is a little bit different, you know? Um, the thing about Chance is Chance is independent, but he's a successful independent. Yes, and when you're successful independent, bro, it's beautiful. You feel what I'm saying? Because you don't have a label to answer to. You mm-hmm. can put together your own tours. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like the God's gift to musicians is being a successful independent music music artists okay. you know what i mean i think that's even better than signing a big deal and having your face all over the billboards and all that stuff because that's cool but at the end of the day that's coming out your check you see what i'm right. saying when you're an independent artist you know what i mean you're out here you're thriving you know what i mean manolo rose trey pizzy dave east you know what i mean troy ave all those guys in new york that are actually tying up these boots tying mm-hmm. up these sneakers you know what i mean and they're out here in these streets you yes, know and that's the most important thing that i feel is just like yo you got to be willing to want to get out mm-hmm. that's it all right, all right. So we're going to take a quick break, folks. Yeah. When we come back, we have a lot more to talk to. Uh, it's the Encore Radio Show, folks. Good morning. Yeah, yeah. From growing up in rural Alabama to living as a hippie in California, author Lisa Thomas McMillan understands, in order to see the path that is prepared for you in life, you must first walk it for yourself. Lisa's inspirational book, titled Living Fulfilled, The Infectious Joy of Serving Others, is now available for purchase. All profits from the sales will go to help build a soup kitchen, which will provide thousands of monthly meals for the less fortunate. Visit www.pleasebelievepeoplearehungry.com to order your copy and help this worthy cause. I'm here with Ruth Massfun of Pocket. So Ruth, what does Pocket mean? So Pocket means people of color in tech. And what we do is we amplify the voices of people of color who are in the tech industry Mm -hmm. and allow them to have their voices heard by writing and contributing to our uh, digital platform. Where can everyone find this platform? It's, uh, they could go to Mm peopleofcolorintech.com, also on Instagram and Twitter, uh, POC in tech. And we're back, folks, to Encore Radio Show, live here at Real Life Studios with Nate from Rich's Touch in the building. Yeah, yeah, what's going on, man? How y'all feeling? Oh, man. So, at Nate Riches, R-I-C-H-E-Z-Z, V-I-I-I. Yes, V-I-I-I. So, the A. Yeah. Tell me about that again. All right. So, um... The eighth came uh, actually because I played football for a long, long time before mm-hmm. doing music. Uh-huh, you know what I mean? uh-huh. um, So in high school, I wore number eight mm-hmm. um, through, you know what I mean, peewees and midgets and all that. I wore number eight. <laughs> Only time I didn't wear number eight was in college my freshman year because uh-huh. they had a senior who was uh-huh. number eight. So I was tight. But then the next year, yeah. I got my eight back. <laughs> um, it also stands for something else because uh-huh. I always got an eight with me if you feel what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's that. Respect, 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 respect. So, all right, bet, bet, bet. So let's 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 take it for let's take it a different way for a second. All right. So we got a lot of things going on in society. Mm-hmm. A lot of stuff going on in society. Yeah. Um, you got we got Donald Trump. Yep. We have the presidential candidates coming up. Mm-hmm. Well, the presidential elections coming up. Yes, yes. We have ISIS. Mm-hmm. We have um, uh, police brutality. We have Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. We have domestic domestic terrorism with, yeah. with the random with the shootings that's been going on. Yeah. I mean, almost like weekly now. So true. You know, um, going back mm-hmm. for a second to Black Lives Matter. What do you like? Do you think hip hop has done enough? Mm-hmm in support of Black Lives Matter and in support of 
um, police brutality and all these cases that we've been seeing kind of really stemming back to Trayvon Martin. Mm -hmm. um, have, like, do you feel like hip hop has done enough or hip hop is doing enough or do you think we need to do more? I mean, definitely. I mean, if you if you listen to a lot of the hip hop songs, they talking about how the hip hop is tragic. You know what I mean? I think um, a lot of the, the rappers are acknowledging it and making you know it known that it is a problem as far as like being, uh, how can I say, reactive on the problem. I don't think it, they're doing as much as possible. Okay. Um, but like, like I told you, it goes back into business as well too. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. a lot of these artists have corporate kind of bindings. You yeah. see what I'm saying? And we're in this era now where you say the, the one wrong thing and it could be all all throats. You know what I mean? Everybody mm -hmm. down your throat. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Look at Steve Harvey last night. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? At, at the, you know what I mean? The, the awards. So it's just like, you know, I feel like sometimes people are afraid, you know, to say exactly how they feel mm -hmm. because, like, you, you know, there's so many people out here that have voices, too, that yeah. get, you know, get their opinions out mm -hmm. on what you think. So they definitely need to do more. They can do more. Um, but it, it has to be a, a, a collective effort, you know. I state that mm -hmm. because a couple of weeks ago, I guess this is probably early November now, uh, we had uh, Shanae Curry yeah. and um, uh, Chloe from Word of Mouth Radio in the studio. Yeah, yeah. And I think I gave them a list of people who, it was like four artists. It was Kendrick, Kanye, Kendrick, Kanye, Cole, Drake. Mm -hmm. And I said, of the four artists, who would you, who would you take off? Like who, if they didn't exist, whatever, would you be okay with? I think the both of them, one person said Kanye, mm -hmm. another person might have said Cole. Yeah. I said Drake. Reason why I said Drake was because I felt like out of all those three artists, mm -hmm. everyone has spoken about uh, some something. Yeah. You know whether it's been um, something that happened in their city or yeah. whether it's been something that happened that, that's more of a, a, a national issue or a global issue, right? I, I took away Drake. Who do you? Who would you take away? I mean, that's a that's a tough tough question. I mean Kendrick Cole Drake Kanye. I mean I would have to go I would have to say Kanye. Okay. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Um reason being is because I mean Ye is my is my is is an icon in mm -hmm. hip hop. I mean, I mean no disrespect to him. But I mean, first of all, the shoes are two thousand dollars. The clothing is crazy bread. You yeah. know what I mean? It's just it's like an exploit of the culture. You mm -hmm. feel what I'm okay. saying? Okay. And yeah, he makes great music and he does all that stuff, but it's a lot of craziness that I feel like is involved with all of that stuff as well too. Mm -hmm. you know I mean, um Drake, I would keep Drake because yeah, he hasn't said anything on, you know what I mean? You know, probably vocally about everything that's going on. Uh, but I feel like Drake overall has good intentions. He's always done great things for the, you know what I mean, community, people. Um, and he's he's put a lot of people on. That's why I, I like about Drake. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, I can he, respect he that. Not, he's not afraid to, you know what I mean, uh, uh, bring, you know what I mean, uh, bring out fella, you know, guys with records that he likes, mm -hmm. you know? So yes. um, I salute that. Kendrick, um, he speaks from the heart, you know what I mean? Very raw. You see mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, I, I always commend that. And Cole, you know what I mean? He's just one-on-one -on -one with his fans. And yeah. I'm a big, big fan of that. Like, when I see an artist connect with their fans and show their fans that they care and that they're appreciative, um, I don't care what you do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm on your side. That's the crazy thing because I didn't... I had not listened to one thing from J. Cole yeah. until, until, I want to say, late 2014. Yeah. Once I saw him out there in Ferguson, yeah, I was like, "This is an artist that I need to pay attention to." Yeah, 
I went back. I, I think the same night I might have went on iTunes and bought like every album yeah, that he had. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, let me go back and listen. Mm-hmm. And then um, 2014 Forest Hill drop, yeah. drive dropped, and I was like, yeah, here we go. Yeah, now you caught go. up. Yeah, yeah, now I'm all caught up. And you know, it wasn't that I was caught up and he wasn't talking about nothing on the yeah. on the project. Yeah. The project was literally, I it almost seemed like the project was fit for the times. Whereas yeah. he had been built, he had been writing that project the entire year. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. A lot of people they have these this um, conception. Well, actually, no, it's not, I wouldn't even call it a misconception. I feel I believe it fairly right. Yeah. That if you look at like maybe from 2000 to about really about 2013 ish or whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of artists weren't really talking about much. Yeah. Right. Um, we were in a we were in a spot where it almost seemed like it was like a utopia. Like yeah, we were we were in war. We were mm-hmm. at war with in Iraq and Afghanistan and whatnot, whatever. But at home, things were, quote unquote, okay, mm-hmm. right? And then Trayvon Martin happened, mm-hmm. and um, Walter Scott, and Eric Gardner, and so on and so forth. Rakia Boyd, we can keep going. I can keep going. Literally, I could Tamir Rice. I keep going over until the end of this podcast, basically. Yeah. Of names, people who have lost their lives. And I find that the tone changed. A lot of artists, you know, I, I stopped hearing... I stopped hearing people say, oh, why are you so, like, why are you fake deep? Mm-hmm. And I, I started hearing, oh, you're woke. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel like you're actually listening. You're actually uh, focused on things that are actually happening in the community. So do you think that artists, I guess, between that time, that original time period of 2000 to about 2013, mm-hmm. it was that they didn't have nothing to say or that people weren't listening mm-hmm. or people didn't care about what was going on until more so now where everyone has to speak on it? Yeah. You know what it is? I felt like that period, right in that that time frame, everybody was trying to figure out the shift. Okay. It was like a digital True. shift. You feel what I'm saying? Definitely. So I feel like more or less people were just so, were trying to figure out, all right, cool. You got SoundCloud popping up. My mixtape app's coming out. You got iTunes. You got all this stuff coming in. I feel like right now the music spectrum has just kind of settled, settled itself. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You got okay. Tidal. You got your players now. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Even Revolt. You know what I mean? We was dealing yeah. with the whole Revolt TV. Like, yeah. it's just... It was like that whole tech. It was like a whole technical period, with, you know, between 2000. I want to say, from the time I graduated, I graduated high school what 2007, mm-hmm. and that's when things really. Seriously? Yeah, I graduated. How old are you? Yeah, I graduated oh, in 2000. No, I actually graduated high school in 2006. Okay, yeah, that's a, okay there we go. Yeah, I'm about to say, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, right. 2006. You know what I mean? So it was like. I, w- I remember going to college my first year. You feel what I'm saying? And that's when everything was... We were learning about different video editing programs mm-hmm. and all of this stuff. And I'm just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What's going on here? Like, you know what I mean? This this little this little camera could make you know me footage look this good. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So it's just like it was a whole period of change that just happened. And I, I, I think people had to adapt. But once they sat back and really looked at what happened, it's just like, damn, this shit actually made us easier. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you, go, you mean to tell me like... Uh, somebody could drop an album and literally I could be streaming it from my phone wherever I'm at. Like, come on, that's game changing. I don't don't have to go anywhere. I don't buy albums no more. Listen, the first thing I do is if your album dropped, I wake up, open up my little title app. As soon as I see it, I'm like, I just go to my offline content, I'm like, download. Yeah. And when I get on the train, I'm listening, I'm bumping the music. When I'm at work, losing my mind, I'm playing music some more, whatever. I'm listening to everybody's album. Whereas before, like, you know, I would have to wait. Like, I, I have, um, 
I don't have ever said this story, but yeah. uh, when Wale's album Ambition came out, okay, um, I had pre-ordered it, mm-hmm. so it came with the T-shirt, the band, and um, this obviously the CD. Yeah, but I couldn't wait. Like everybody, everybody was on Twitter talking about it. I'm like, yo, like, nah, I gotta go download this shit. So I downloaded it, I played it. The CD came. The CD is still wrapped up in the plastic yeah. in my safe. I haven't, I haven't even opened that shit. Yeah. Like, if I feel like, at this point now, if I buy a CD, it's because I really fucked with your music. It's a time cap. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I had to really want to get that shit because, yeah. like, it's like, I mean, for example, I think I would probably cop, like, Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I would probably get uh, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Yeah. Um, matter of fact, speaking about that, what are some uh, projects that you really vibed with this year? Uh, projects that I really, really vibe with. Um... I'll be honest with you. I, I don't really listen to projects as much as how I, I used to. You know okay. what I mean? Um, I'm more of a Thank single Thank you for being dude. honest, yeah, by the way. Keep it, keep it 100 with you. Um, I mean, I'll, I'll go through an artist's you know, album, listening to it one time. I'll select the three or four songs that I like, mm-hmm. and that, those songs will be in my rotation. You Bet. know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. If another nice song mix. that I, yeah, if a nice, if a song on the album that I really wasn't paying attention to comes and I start listening to it later on, mm-hmm. then so be it. Um, but that's how how much I, you know, that's pretty much how I go through the projects. Um, I'm gonna give you some names instead of Bet. artists that I'm really, really heavy with right now. Um, of course, Davies. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like. That dude's really, really talented about to put New York back on the map, mm-hmm. map as far as lyrical, you know what I mean? Just the the, the, the authentic sound of New York. Yes. You got Manolo Rose, mm-hmm. who's doing crazy, crazy things right mm-hmm. now. Um, he's going to be uh, a heavy hitter. Um, who else do I got that I listen to on a regular? Bryson Tiller. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? Let's see. Tory Lanez. Mm-hmm. We got, of course, Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Drake. You feel what I'm saying? Um... Those are really names that you know I listen to. I listen to their records, um, and then a whole bunch of indie people, man. Okay, that's yeah. really it, you know. That's the funny thing yeah. because um, someone asked me yesterday. Well, yeah. two, a lot of people asked me yesterday. Um, what was my favorite album of the year? Yeah, right. My favorite, not the best. My favorite. Yeah. And I mean, I'll say it now. It's funny. My favorite album, the one I listened to all year. Well, at least I don't want to say all year, but the one I, I could say that I probably spun the most. Yeah. Was Trap Soul by Bryson Tiller. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I woke up mm-hmm. every day for a clean month yeah. listening to that. I took mm-hmm. a break mm-hmm. and I came back and I'm listening. I listened to it every day for yeah. the, at least this past week now. Yeah. You know, um, and that was my that was my favorite. Yeah. I felt like um, because so much music came out, yeah. I could not be as into it as I wanted to. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, because I do the show, I don't have the time to listen to all the mainstream artists that I'm yeah. not talking to. So true. I'd rather listen to all indies. the indie artists yeah. that I'm that I want to talk to or that I'm talking to. Yeah. So if you ask me what any artists I'm listening to, I'll definitely give you names because that's, yeah. that's, that's that's what I do. Definitely. But that's not what they were asking me. Exactly. They were, like, they were like, oh, so you, yo, did, did you fuck with uh, uh Dirty Sprite too? It's like, yeah, but no, I don't even like I don't even like future like that. Yeah, so it's yeah. Just like, yeah. I mean, it's just it's it's something for the mainstream and there's something for the indie. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? Don't get me wrong. Like I love the mainstream because it's uh, you have no choice. The records mm-hmm. get played ten times sure a day. Don't. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So even if you don't mess with that, some time, point in time it's gonna break on you because you're just gonna hear it everywhere. You mm-hmm. know? The indies I relate to because it's just like I can listen to their music. I'm like, yo, why is th- isn't this song on radio? You what? know what I mean? Like Jadena. You know what I mean? Like my boy Stacks. I remember, yo, this is before Classic Man hit the the radio. You mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? Like I promise you this. Like you can go to my 
my Instagram and check it. You know what I mean? Because I put a video up. Nah, I kid you not. I'm chilling in the crib. I'm sleeping. My boy Stax called me. That's my um, partner on mm-hmm. with Richard's Touch uh, Agency, Masters of the Road. And he hit me up. He's like, yo, Nate, I'm outside, man. Open the door. You got to hear this. So I'm like, what's up? He's like, yo, Janelle Monet just signed some new dude. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yo, he got some crazy songs. So I'm like, what is it? It's like classic, man. And that's what we pride ourselves on. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like an artist like him is somebody that we're going to put on stage. Mm-hmm, because people mm-hmm. going to be looking like, all right, cool. Yeah, this sounds good. This sounds good. But then they're going to look into him, mm-hmm. follow him. Yeah. And then four months later, the joint is going to be on radio. Yeah. And now we look good. You uh-huh. feel what I'm saying? Yep, that's how and, it got to be. And, and that's, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm sitting there listening to classic man. I kid you not, bro. I got out of my bed. I started j- jumping. Just, you know, it's on my Instagram. So I started going crazy. You feel what I'm saying? Because it's just like, I couldn't believe that record was not heard already. Yeah. I'm like, yo, who is this guy? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then when I, I realized, nah, I got the backstory, the history on him and everything, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, that record's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Same thing with Fetty Wap, 679. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I heard that record, you feel what I'm saying, three or four or five months before Radio Pop. Mm-hmm. That joins on my Instagram, too, us mm-hmm. promoting that joint. So one thing about us on this side is we got the air. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's one thing that we really pride ourselves on is just, Knowing what's going to go before it goes, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I feel like, you know what I mean? Dave East was a good example of that. Fetty, everybody that we really worked with, you know what I mean, this year was a great, great example of that. And um, we just trying to keep the ball rolling on that. All right, so like I said, we have the fantastic presidential campaign. Yeah. Campaigns yeah. going on right now. Um, I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. And I'm not concerned for what people would think I'm concerned about. Like, I'm not concerned about people like Donald Trump or... Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about anyone, any individual person. Yeah. What I'm concerned about is that the people, the the energy, <clears throat> and the young people who came out and voted for President Barack Obama are not going to vote in the 2016 campaign. What do you think are some ways that we, as in me, you, and people like us across the country, can reach out to our 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 friends, our peers, who are like, oh, nah, my vote don't matter. My vote doesn't matter. To say, yo, get your ass mm. at the fucking booth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you vote yeah. cause so that we don't end up with some fucktard that's yeah. going to send us into World War Three. Yeah, so true. I mean, yo, I'll I, I be honest with you. It's one thing I'm very, I, I, I keep it a hundred, man. Yo, I, I'm one of those people that be like, yo, my, my vote don't matter. Okay, so what, like, how did, how did, how do I get you now then? <laughs> to, to get, to get in front, to get in front of this thing and say, okay, yeah, you know what, I'm going to just go and vote. Yeah. Like, I, mean, I mean, I, I understand for New York, you know, we always go blue anyway. I, I mean, I ain't vote for Obama last time he won. I, you know what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going, I'm not going front neither. Yeah. I didn't vote neither, yeah. but the line was dumb long yeah. and it was nine o'clock and her, the clo- polls already closed. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I, he already won. Like, well, I, already I don't won. need to be here. But yeah. I did try. Yeah. I did try. Something so, like this case, I mean, I, I always feel like the, the, the hip hop campaigns really work like mm-hmm. with the networks and the station, you know what I mean? Creating awareness. Um, I definitely think uh, the rock the vote like type of stuff that they mm-hmm. they do. You know what I mean? Just making it cool to vote. You know but saying? those are you know, but those are higher level. Like I never seen Diddy out in out on my block. Like yeah. yo, like yo, yo, wise come out and vote. I never yeah. seen Diddy. I yeah. never seen Diddy out there. Like yeah. how do we like? I mean, because for them they are very high level. Yeah. You know they're gonna get they're gonna get the people. But they're gonna get the people's that we may or may not know. Yeah. Right. How do we reach out to? 
my man's in the bodega. Yeah. How do you reach out to the kids in school who are coming, who are graduating from high school, yeah. 18 already, and like, oh yeah, well I kind of want to vote, but I don't really know. I don't really know. Like, how do we, how do we get them? How do I convince you yeah. to end up at the, to end up at the, at the voting booth, man? Yo, free bacon, egg, and cheese on our core radio show, man. That's it. Right, yo, you vote, right. come through with your voting slip, and you get a free bacon, egg, and cheese to the bodega from our core radio show. Bet, man. bet, bet. You know what, though? You know what, you know what though? Yeah. I, I can agree to that. Yeah, you know I can you agree got, to that. People, people like things, man. Like, yeah. no, I mean, yo, if I, gotta, if I gotta sit down in my crib the night before and yeah. make like 400 fucking bacon, egg, and cheese sandwiches, I'm gonna do that shit if I can get people yeah. out the vote. You, you know what I mean? Like, you just sit chill on the corner and tell everybody, like, yo, listen, you go in there, vote, come back. You got a sandwiches here. You hop on the Say, train, you good. Yeah, I'm gonna I mean, giving away sandwiches like the AM, like the AM newspaper. Like, or you know what you do? Give away subway rides. Okay, okay, okay. I have you know, I swipe you and let's there go. There you go. You know what I mean? That it's it's all about action, community action. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's really what it boils down to. A lot of marketing and a lot of things have been done already. Yeah. You know, so I'm not I'm not saying that you're gonna get bacon egg and cheeses. I mean, yo, like my that, man, I will try. You know what I mean? Like, like, it it just gotta try. be an incentive. You know what yeah. I mean? Something like I mean, I'm pretty sure if you telling people, yo, you vote, I got a, a Yeezy raffle ticket for oh, you. Oh, yeah, they Come on. Yeah, for real. Vote, trying to vote three times. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, you feel what I'm saying? So it's just, it's all about your pitch, man. That's really yeah. what it boils down to. I agree. I, like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm nervous because, um, again, a lot of people went out to vote. And, I mean, I even hear, like, Hillary Clinton talking about it now. You know, um, she's saying that. Uh, they want to make sure they can get the Obama voters, and what yeah. I really, what she's really saying is, we're trying to find a black vote. Of course, you know, and the black vote is finicky sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean, and I can't blame them because a lot of the, a lot of black people do feel disenfranchised. Yeah, I absolutely understand, and not just black people, people of color in general, they yeah. do feel disenfranchised. They feel like their vote does not matter. Yeah. yeah. At the same time, mm-hmm. if you feel your vote doesn't matter and you don't go out and vote then your vote really don't matter because you didn't even try you understand yeah. so that's why I'm trying to get to people and incentives bet okay yeah. so that's, that's I'm gonna go home and write that down on some paper yeah, and figure out some ways to get people out there I think that I think the big and cheese was, was a Perfect. I yeah, mean, perfect. at least from New York. I know. Yeah. I, I know niggas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, make sure you got the foil. You know, the little wax, the little wax paper before the foil. We hitting, boy. We hitting. <laughs> oh, man. Got the hot sauce, ketchup, all of that. I ain't go to yo, I ain't, in school. I ain't even go to first period till I have my bacon, egg, and cheese, oh, man. man. That's you know New man? York for you, man. Exactly. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. So, yeah. 2016, man, mm-hmm. I know you got some big things going on. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if we come back here this time around. Um, next year yeah right what would you say what would be your biggest accomplishment like if you say like yo like this the perfect I had the perfect year this is how this why this is what happened what would that be um I mean the perfect situation uh, by next year that would basically uh, be us on a different level okay. um, still spreading music bigger shows you know what I mean like we want to network you know what I mean? Like the, that's the main thing. Um, we really trying to take our shows and get it to a lot of people. So uh, definitely expect for next year to see a lot of marketing. Expect okay. to see a lot of visibility with the brand. Uh, we're gonna be sponsoring a lot of shows. I'm gonna be hosting a lot of events. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's what we're doing. We're cutting back from a lot of the uh, shows that we were doing outside of the city. Okay. Uh, we're gonna do 12 New York City shows next year, nice. uh, okay. which is very, very big. We only did two this year, okay? Mm-hmm. Just to give you a perspective. 
Well, we did, but, no, we did about did two. One. We did about three. Yeah, we did I only about three did one, this year. So I can't, yeah. I can't, I can't even say that. <laughs> you know, uh, but next year we're gonna do, uh, yeah, twelve New York City shows and four festival shows. That's our focus. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, we will have partner shows that we do with other curators in the mm-hmm. area and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That will be kind of like a la carte. But um, for the most part, we focusing on those sixteen shows and just making them hot. You know, so Dope. yeah, man. Well, Nate, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, first, first, I want to thank you for coming in I as well. I appreciate y'all all the time, man. You man, I know appreciate it. you. <laughs> I mean, look, I like, there are people I respect. There are a yeah. few people I really respect. I really respect. Yeah. You are one of them. I man. appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate Yo, I respect y'all too, man, because y'all be, y'all be making it happen. And y'all really, really put a lot of people on. And I appreciate it because it's unbiased. You know what I mean? I see a whole different, uh, a whole bunch of different guests here. And that's what I really commend you guys on because y'all, Y'all bring people up that's actually doing their thing, you know. We yeah. try. We yeah. try. Followers or no followers, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, exactly, it's, exactly. It's like, I, I don't care about your follower account. I care yeah. about your, the content. There how is it, like? How is your content? Is it, qual- is it quality? Like, yeah. Yeah, let's go. Let's let, let's get let's give you a bigger market. You know, I want them followers up. You yeah. know what I mean? That works, guys. <laughs> all right, folks. My you man. heard it here. Yes, yes, my man, yes. My man. Appreciate you. All right, all right folks. It's the Encore Radio Show. We out. Good morning, nah. masses. <laughs> The Encore Radio Show is an indie creative network production and executively produced by Chris Scope Aesthetic.